what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Smart Mentality Podcast. Uh, I am your host, as always, Odam Dell, and I'm here with my man, JD. What's up, homie? Yes, returning from a long, well, a couple week hiatus. Yeah, we was been. on excursion. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago it was my it was my birthday, and I had a wedding and all this and that. So I was out of town. I mean, I was out of you know commission. And then yeah, it was my last birthday. week, yeah, it's his birthday. Then he got sick. You know, he got he, he's he's a child, <laughs> so he has a weak immune system. So you know. <laughs> but um, nah, but like uh, ultimately though, like it's just been it's, it's been really crowded. And on top of that, there's been so much wrestling that it's been hard to keep up. So, like, there was, there was like, no way I could, like, even talk about it in a, in a interesting way. So, yeah. now I'm all caught up. I watched all the NXT 205, you know. Yeah. And we got a paper coming up. So. We had uh, the G1 in San Francisco, you know. Yeah, which I need to watch. Oh, man. I, 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 I yeah, I caught up on that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's been, it has been hectic. It's been a lot of uh, wrestling and watching. Um, but, you know, I, I'm caught up for the most part. So I wanted to talk about something before we do, like, reviews and all that stuff. And it, it yeah. is basically, like, uh, and I'm trying to see if this is a, uh, if this is a, a good or a bad thing. Because, like, one thing about new japan and we had been up here and we was talking about it right mm-hmm. um new japan i don't watch new japan every week i only watch the uh the 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 pay-per-views the major events yeah, yeah. The, the, not even all of the the events i watched like just the major ones like you said and so and the thing with wwe they're on every single week so it's it's you know i kind of you know is, is it is it hard for them to put on you know, new shows every week or something. New Japan? Yeah. No, uh, WWE. Wait, wait, what do you mean with new, about new shows? Like, do you mean... Well, because the past, for the past month, we've watched the exact same matches over and over. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, so you mean just in terms of variety and shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, and, and that's been pissing me off, too, because we, like, we kind of noticed that this Monday when we were watching Raw... Because like 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 we're, like, like like we're not even joking right now. What he's about to say is like what literally happened in our group chat. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like we're we're watching it in the background, and then my boy Kenny, he's like, "Yo, is this a rerun? Like, is this?" We're <laughs> like, "I don't know. I don't think so. It's supposed to be live." He was like, "Yeah, well, if the next segment is Seth talking to Gender in the back about." you know, positive, whatever he the fuck he talks about, then I'm turning the shit off. <laughs> and then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and basically, like, we realized that Raw has generally been doing what seems like the same exact thing the past few weeks. And I don't know if it's just hyperbole or whatever, but that's really what it seems like. And they, they've kind of really been just like retreading the same stuff and expecting people to stay interested. And ultimately it hasn't really been working. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, like, I don't know. Raw, Raw was kind of hard for me to pay attention to. This yeah. I, I didn't even like, watch it a lot. I was at work. And then, um, when I came home, I thought about it. I was like, man, I'm not sitting through this. And then, 
because you know we already talked about it. You know what I mean? And and it was uh it was mad annoying. So I'm not sure. You know, and the thing with like like and I thought about like New Japan is like how everybody's excited for every you know, every time, you know, all oh, the pay per views, oh it's so amazing, it's so amazing. And I thought about it, I'm like, well, a lot of people don't have to, they don't have to sit through, you know, repeat shows every week, you know? Yeah. And, and it's it, like they don't have as much of it either. And yeah. like that that's the that's the thing about WWE where I was talking about like the the oversaturation because mm-hmm. You got three hours, and they're trying to kill three hours on Monday, two hours on Tuesday. So they're trying to kill five hours on their main shows. Mm-hmm. And you know, luckily they have stuff like two hundred five and NXT. But even two hundred five, like to be fair, like I was, I was as I was catching up on two hundred five, a lot of those pre-main event matches are just like the Lucha House Party versus some variation of like Kendrick and. Um, what's his name? Uh, Tony Nice and Nisa, Buddy Drew Gulak. Yeah. So it's like some variation of that on the undercard every week, basically. And then you have your Leo Rush segment now, which is cool. But then the main event is usually switched up. You know, you have you know have this interesting number one contender slash like title situation going on, which is which is the entertaining part. But you know, and it's weird because, like, the roster's stacked. It's not like the roster doesn't have people there. But, you know, everybody that they want to focus on, they just like, well, let's put them in the ring and do the same segment every week. Like, for example, another one, the Wyatt, the Wyatt segment with, mm-hmm. uh, well, the you know, with Matt and Bray and then uh, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Like, the past couple of weeks, I feel like they've been doing basically the same exact thing where it's like, They'll come out and then Bo and Bray pretend to be sorry, Bo and Curtis Axel pretend to be Matt and Bray, and then it's just like they have a, a like maybe a singles match or something, and then that's it. And it's like I, I don't really wanna tune in to see that. And like it's it's I don't know, it's just been like you know, like the, the landscape on Raw is just super messy and then when you consider the whole brock thing with the you know there being no universal title yeah you know like if it honestly like if it wasn't for like you know seth or whatever it would be bad because like you know i will i'll I'll give credit to the the seth and drew mcintyre stuff that's been going on like in and ziggler like i feel like that that stuff has been relatively consistent and you know as matches i've been interested in watching as opposed to everything else that's been going on. Yeah, man. Um, that's just that's the same thing with me. It's like, like I I I still find a way to enjoy SmackDown, mm-hmm. but but like and and that's probably because it's more condensed and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, like well, as we've said before, and I and the I think it's easy to say that the storytelling is a bit more co- consistent. You know, it, it does retread some of those problems that Raw has, but it's still, you know, like, I feel like they have more interesting things happening just as a base level. Because, like, when you look at Raw, like, you know, one of the big things that's been going on is the Bobby Lashley and Roman thing. Now, yeah, we I don't know if we, we have obviously haven't talked about it in the last couple of weeks, but I mean, do you feel like that's going anywhere Especially with the Brock like not being at SummerSlam, like, like where do you think this is even going? 
Like, Wait, is, is it which one? Say it again. I'm sorry. The the Brock Roman stuff. I mean, sorry, uh, Bobby Lashley Roman stuff. Yeah, I don't know because they haven't mentioned anything about like it. Is the winner of this supposed to be like number one contender or something? I, I'm assuming because I mean, like, it, like when I think about the people on the roster that are, you know, equipped to fight Brock, mm-hmm. it's Braun, Roman, and Bobby Lashley. Like those are the only ones I could imagine them giving the go to, right? Yeah. So you would have to imagine that this is like a pseudo number one contender thing. But since Brock isn't there to to amp the feud, it pretty much has to rely on these two guys. But then both of them are like some of the most hated faces ever, <laughs> like or whatever the the fuck they're supposed to be, because you can't really tell who's face, who's heel, like. You know, I know they're they're both trying to get over as badasses, but none of it's really. You know, I, I would guess to be honest, I would say Roman has a little bit of an edge because I feel like he has a like a natural chip on his shoulder. Yeah. But still, it's just like I just feel like it's going nowhere. It's like who cares like whoever wins this, it doesn't matter. Like that, that's what it feels like. Yeah. No, I, that's how I feel. Also, it's like I, I have no, I have no reason to care for this feud, and uh-huh. it's like um, when you look at everything else, it's like every everything else they they laid it out except for like uh, well, well, Braun is basically just been stalking Kevin Owens, um, uh-huh. which is which is kind of entertaining, yeah, okay, I yeah. guess. I mean, they 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 made it entertaining along the way, and I'm trying to figure yeah. out. I'm I'm still trying to figure out like what the hell is going on. And, and me too and i just can't get it because like you know I, it seems like they tried to make it into like a comedy plot where it's just like oh kevin owens is being stalked by braun Strowman, who you know i i don't know like i i heard a lot of people complaining about how this is kind of detrimental to Braun's momentum and it's like I, I, you know, I don't think it's going to hurt as much as, you know, it could. But at the same time, it's not great. Like, I, like I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't think I don't think it matters to Brian yeah, it doesn't, and, because he has the yeah. money in the bank that can change in an instant. Exactly. And to be fair, like, it doesn't matter to any of them. Like, yeah. because like Kevin Owens, he's doing as well as he possibly can. Like, he's doing his job, this which is fine. And Kevin Owens, he, he knows how to get himself over. No, like, I'm not worried about him getting squashed by this whole thing but i think that the problem is you're making Braun like you know you you have a character in Braun who could play different types of characters successfully he could be he could be comedic he could be a face he could be heel and mm-hmm. he could do all those things but then you you put him in a storyline where you're like kind of trying to combine all of these things and you're not really making it make sense because you know, you, you can't really tell why he's doing what he's doing. And he's he's handling Kevin Owens as if he is a heel, but he's face. And Kevin Owens is obviously the heel, but he didn't like he, he hasn't really done anything wrong recently that I could think of. You know, he's kind of just taken his whipping, which is fine, but it just doesn't really make any sense. And it's kind of aimless. And then we like coming off of whatever momentum he did have. It's kind of just slowing him down, and I guess you know, since he has the money in the bank, that's you know, you could say that it'll, it'll just help help him in the long run. But I mean, 
I just feel like there's so many better ways you could could have handled this feud in terms of like, you know, you could have made Kevin Owens want to challenge him for the money in the bank or you could have, you know, like, I don't know. There's, there's just so many other things they could have done to add some fire to this, to make things interesting. Because, like, if you can't have Brock there, you have to fight for something. So, I don't know, give give those guys something interesting to fight over. You know, yeah. or do or man, I don't know, like, do, do, do something. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I feel like that's just been the general thing on Raw. They're just kind of, like twiddling their thumbs and trying to wait for something interesting to happen like even like so i guess bringing back the ronda watch like so how long ago was it that she got her 30-day suspension like how many because it, it feels it was, like a month ago it was at the beginning of this uh it was basically at the beginning of this month because it was of right July? at, at the, well, it was towards the end of june um the beginning of july because it was right after that pay-per-view. When was the pay-per-view? I don't know. I feel like it was like mid-June maybe or... Money in the Bank. Yeah, let's see. Hold on. Money in, Money in the Bank. Search that. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. June... <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, never mind. It was June 17th. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, so Ronda's 30 days yeah. is almost up. Yeah. So... That means that she could probably come back, maybe not tomorrow, but she can come back just after. in time to get a feud going for SummerSlam. Yeah, which well, is cool. I mean, well, but... she's already in the feud with uh, Alexa, technically. Yeah, basically. just to to push it more. But but what I thought was a missed opportunity was how Ronda's been gone, and then they had that whole thing where Shayna was up at Raw doing yeah. scouting. What the fuck was that about? Why didn't they use that to their advantage? They, like that's like in the back of my head, that's what I'm thinking. Because yeah, you, know, you don't even have to you don't even have to promote Shayna to the main roster. All you have to do is have a set a backstage segment where somebody associated with the whole Ronda situation is back there, and then Shayna shows up, says something, and leaves that's it that's all they had to do it just adds it adds a layer that would have made it more interesting but instead they save it for a backstage interview that that literally just means that she was just there hanging out and they just wanted to interview her and make it seem like something interesting was going to happen and it didn't Mm -hmm. but i mean like i i feel like you know the the storytelling is just like extremely lazy and May, like I, I like it's it's hard to say because like I understand like they have a whole bunch of factors like mad people got hurt and they have a lot of things going on that they can't really account for but you know like may, maybe they thought that the, the title would be back in the picture sooner than it has been but either way it's like you just have a whole bunch of like weird things going on like I don't even really understand what's going on in the women's division right now yeah. like you know, Nia's still champion, right? No, 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 no. Alexis champion, right? Uh, Alexis champion. Her yeah, and Alexis Nia champion. fighting at Extreme Rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fighting at Extreme Rules. But, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like even though them two are fighting at Extreme Rules, I feel like their feud isn't even really important anymore. Mm. Like, I, I can't, like, I don't know why, but I can't remember... 
why i mean like i know why they have beef because of what happened you know at the you know before or money in the bank or whatever mm-hmm. but i feel like ever since then it, it, like the the focus on naya has kind of just gone away like i like, i know they try but i don't know it just doesn't like i don't know like there's there's just so many storylines that just feel like they don't matter because you already know like it, it like whoever went like it doesn't matter no matter what happens so yeah. why should i even care um, uh, like they they need to they really like uh, Raw is just in a place that is just yeah I don't know man because like the whole Nia and, and and Alexa thing I thought was over with I thought I thought Nia was a a heel then next thing you know uh, Money in the Bank happens and then Nia's back face and it's like what I'm just mad mm-hmm. confused man maybe she just has an edge to her I don't know um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I haven't been excited on Raw for a long time, and you can tell it in my voice. Exactly, uh, <laughs> like, like, and you know that part. Part of the reason why it's been hard to even muster up enthusiasm is because of that. You know, like I had to stack up like two and a half weeks of wrestling to to have something interesting to talk about. But we'll, you know, we'll get to that, obviously. But I mean, I don't know. Just just in terms of Raw, like. Even so, so this is this extreme rules is coming up, and I realize like it doesn't even feel like there's interesting stipulations going on or stipulations I care to see. Because, mm-hmm. like, on the raw side, it's like okay, you got a cage match, Braun and Kevin Owens, but like, okay, like, there's no real like, what are they fighting over? They just it's just they're just having a match, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have Ziggler versus KO. That's the Iron Man match. That could be good. I, I mean, sorry, Ziggler, Ziggler versus Seth. That might be really good. But as we said before, like I feel like if anything's been good on Raw consistently, it's been the Intercontinental stuff. Yeah. Um, Alexa Nia. We just talked about that. Doesn't even that doesn't even have a stipulation. Alexa Nia. No. Yeah. Um, or does it? Ain't. Ain't that the Extreme Rules match? Um, I think it does. Actually, have, I, think it might, it, I think it is. I think yeah. I, like it's not listed on this list I'm looking at right now, but yeah. it probably. I think it is because I do remember there being an Extreme Rules match, but it's not. Yeah, it's not Carmella Oscar. That's the Shark Cage shit. So yeah, theirs is probably Extreme Rules, yeah. or is it? Are Sasha oh. and Bailey having a match? They're know. not having a match. I don't know. Was there was there a little uh thing over with the the uh? No. Nah. Oh, do you mean there? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's not over with. I just I for I just remembered. Damn. I, I, for some reason, I thought that they had yeah, a match. It says Alexa versus Nia Extreme Rules match for championship. Because okay. I remember there was a meme going around, and it listed all of the feuds. It was like uh. It said AJ Styles, Rusev, the Hardys versus uh, uh, the B team, and it said um, what you call it, Ziggler versus Seth, and it said Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin versus Finn, Braun and Kevin Owens, and the Extreme Rules matches Alexa Bliss versus Nia. 
<laughs> yeah, that's so weird. I was know? like, <laughs> Ace had all these feuds going on, and this is the Extreme Rules match. That could use it. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably use it better. Yeah. Just have two. Di- like, I don't know why they can't just have two. Like, why just why can't you just have two Extreme Rules matches? The pay per view yeah. is called Extreme Rules. Just have like uh, that. I don't know. That's a whole separate nitpick I've I had thought about. every match was going to be Extreme Rules the way it might as well like yeah like why isn't it why not yeah like if you're gonna ha- whatever it's just it's stupid like I understand they don't want people to get hurt and they do you know if every match is Extreme Rules and you're just increasing the amount of people that could get hurt and then you're gonna tire out the audience because if Seth and Ziggler do a crazy Extreme Rules match at the beginning Mm-hmm. And nobody else could follow up on that. It's just going to be boring. So I understand you can't tire out the audience, but you could do two Extreme Rules matches. You could have one woman's one and one men's one. I don't think anyone's going to be mad at that, especially if it's spread out. But whatever. So basically, Raw's been disappointing. You know, I give props to Seth, Drew, Ziggler. I'll give props to them. Um, you know, everybody else is trying, I guess. But. It hasn't really been that interesting to me, but um, you know, so, so SmackDown has has been a lot different though. Like I feel like it's generally been interesting. It's still, you know, it still has its issues, but I feel like there's at least been inter- entertaining things going on because like we we didn't talk about it when it happened, but like Team Hell No came back, which was like a surprisingly dope moment. Um. We've had, you know, Andrade and Sin Cara had this, like, amazing match out of nowhere. Uh, you know, New Day still been doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, like, they, they had a funny segment this past week. Um, you know, AJ has been pretty much, like, oh, yeah, because Rusev is, is new. And so they've been doing their thing. Um yeah, I mean it's gen- you know it's been fine, it's been solid. Yeah, SmackDown, like I said, SmackDown has been okay. Um, even this past week, where they had uh, it was supposed to be a, a AJ versus Shinsuke. The match started off good. Um, Rusev was out there. Why? Of course, so that he can interfere into the match. You know, so that yeah. that was predictable. Um, the Kane and Daniel Bryan stuff hasn't been too exciting for me. Yeah, I mean, it, like it was, it was exciting. It was exciting when it first happened. Yeah, but now it's like okay, like you know, hopefully, you know, I, I don't know exactly where they're gonna go with this. I don't, I don't necessarily need them to win the tag team titles. Like I was actually kind of excited when the Usos came out and were like, yeah. you know, how did you get this thing? Like, let, let's have a match and you know, so we could get added to it or whatever. Like. I felt like if it was a three-way, it would have been more interesting mm-hmm. and it would have made more sense. But you know, obviously they didn't go that way. But I mean, I'm still I still won't be mad at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if if Team Hell No wins, I guess that's fine. Who, who's facing the Bludgeon Brothers? It's the Usos, right? Team Hell No, no, it's Team Hell No. Team Hell No. So what the fuck is the Usos doing at the pay per view? Nothing. Yeah. Oh shit. Which is why I was like. It would have at least been interesting to have them there to do it. Yeah. Because then, you know, 
because there's two tag team title matches that are pretty much one on one. So I mean, if if you had the, is, the raw one, is New Day versus Sanity at, at Extreme Rules? Oh, it is. Is it? it? Is. So that's three way. Yeah, that's a tables match. So. Oh yeah, that's right. It is. It is. Okay, so that's been going well. Andrade versus uh, Sin Cara, fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and uh, they have, but that's just the sad part is they're having another match at Extreme Rules. Yeah. But I guess that's undercard. That's probably going to be pre-show. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a pre-show oh. match, which is cool because I think that's Andrade's first uh, pay-per-view match. Yeah, I think so. So, but that's fine. Like, I feel yeah. like you know, you know what I'm excited for with that though, in general, because like one, it, it's cool to just to see him get to wrestle and he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think is gonna happen, <clears throat> and we're I'm kind of getting my head of, ahead of myself, but we're kind of just jumping around anyway. Like for so Jeff Hardy's fighting Nakamura, mm-hmm. and I, I have a feeling that Nakamura is gonna win. He has to. I, at least yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I've been wanting him to win a title for a while now, and I feel like okay, they didn't give him WWE title, so maybe they could give him the US title, right? Mm-hmm. From from Jeff. So if that happens, then there's a good chance that eventually, like down the line, we're gonna get Andrade versus Nakamura because I was thinking that Andrade was gonna get the US title shot. Um, I mean, I feel like he's going to get in the, the title picture no matter what, but I feel like Nakamura versus Andrade is a match I really want to see. Yeah, 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 me too. Um, I want to see Andrade versus AJ. Oh, yeah, yeah hell I, yeah. I that, would be, that. that would be crazy. I think that would be dope. Um, yeah, like, I don't know if he's going to be in, like, you know, it, it kind of depends on how the WWE title picture goes, but I mean, I would just like to see it as an exhibition. Even like you know, you know how sometimes the ti- the, the the champion has to just have a a match just to kind of establish his dominance. Like I like when NXT does that, where they they have the ch- the the champion just have like an exhibition match. Mm-hmm. You know, they I, I don't know how, you know how often they do it, but I just feel like that would be. A, a, a good tool to utilize on SmackDown since I feel like SmackDown is more likely to do something like that. Um, you know, especially after a refresh, like after you, you kind of are in between feuds, but you know, I, I feel like the potential still there though. Like, you know, the, the ceiling's high for Andrade. So hopefully we'll see that happen one day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like him and Zelina Vega. They've been doing uh, pretty pretty good work together um, mm-hmm. on the main roster. And, and, you know, he's been doing the Tranquilo thing. And, like, yeah, NXT, yeah. whenever he did it, she would get mad. But on here, <laughs> like, they embrace it. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, I don't, so I don't I know. Mean, it works. Yeah. But they've been, having, they've been having people, everybody do it. So, like, on the internet, you know, they post pictures of other people doing it, like, on their couch or, you know, outside on their car and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, um, but yeah, so I guess other than that, like, did you want to talk about two hundred five a little bit or NXT? Yeah, uh, we can because yeah, because I, I definitely wanted to shout out two hundred five and NXT because two hundred five has been like the little engine that could essentially because like two like. 
you know, obviously, like, like I said before, they've been kind of retreading a lot of the same plot with the Lucha House Party and stuff like that. But they've been putting on amazing matches for the past few weeks in their main event spots. Like um, this past week was Cedric versus Hideo Itami, which was a great match. The week before was Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy in a no DQ match, I think. Mm-hmm. Marcus, I'm doing a... <laughs> Oh gosh, I told him. Nah, nah, you good. You could you could add a post. Um, but yeah, they had a no DQ match. Was like crazy. I like I did you did you get to watch that match? Um, I didn't watch that one. No, I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch it. I did watch it. The Mustafa and Buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that, yeah, that was yeah. dope. Like, those dudes were, I don't know, yeah. like, the, like the, 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 the way that they got the crowd behind them was cool. But you know, you know, the, the other thing I do still want to say though, like, it, it still pains me that they don't have a smaller arena to work in because I feel like if they were in NXT or in an NXT sized arena, it would work a lot better for them just because the crowd would sound like they're hotter because like, you know, that you have the, some people in the audience that are re- genuinely excited for 205 and they usually do a good job of like over the course of 205 winning the audience over. And then the audience is hot by the end, but it's like, they really have to try super hard to get the audience into what's going on. Cause like they'll, they'll be doing spot after spot after spot. And the crowd is just like, you know, slowly kind of amping up. But it's like you kind of like they have to start with a crowd that barely cares at the beginning every week because they just watch SmackDown. And then they have to like completely win them over every week. So it's like they've been they've been trying, but they've been succeeding. So I got I got to give them credit for that. Oh, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. And then uh, I, I was it was just funny as I was watching it because like Leo Rush, he's been doing his thing. But um, remember how we talked before about how Leo Rush, like, he just sounds weird, like, the way, when he says things. I don't know what it is about him. Like, his yeah, voice I, is kind I love of like, him. No, no, he's dope. He's, he's dope. He, and he's doing his thing. Like, his character is kind of what they need, um, you know, I, I guess just in terms of having, you know, more animated, charismatic characters and stuff like that. But I just was thinking about what you said before about how he sounded weird when yeah. he did that's Leo Rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah, he's dope though. Like I like I and I forgot how we only saw him in NXT like two or three times. But you know, I'm excited to see what he could do here. Like I feel like he's going to be a nice to, you know, element to mix into their uh title picture. Which, you know, I, I feel like they handle it well where it's like they, they have a lot of drive going on where it's like, okay, you have someone like Mustafa who's always been chasing it. And then you have people like Hideo who, you know, like the, like there's a there's a clear chase for the title. And then you have, a, you know, champions who take pride in it. So it kind of adds that element of there's some, you know, some worth fighting for. Yeah. But um, it also makes it extra sad that these matches aren't even on the pre-show. It's like they don't even have really pay-per-view coverage anymore. Yeah, they don't. I haven't seen a, a 205 pay-per-view match since uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. They're so not even like, on NXT. Uh, they're not even on the take the takeovers. No, they're not. 
and like I, maybe it's on purpose, but like you know, like it kind of keeps two hundred five self contained. But I feel like they deserve like some of those title matches deserve to be on there every now and then. But you know, but like speaking of hot like hot crowds though, like because uh, I mentioned earlier, like NXT. The the Mustache Mountain versus uh, Undisputed Era match, mm-hmm. like I can't remember the last time I heard an NXT crowd that hyped up. Like I don't know if it's just me, but like they sounded like they were going ape shit the entire time. Yeah, um, they 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 literally like was like split throughout the whole time it was... yeah exactly like i felt like they spent like 10 minutes just yelling <laughs> undisputed mustache mountain like it was going back and forth and yeah. nobody stopped and i was like what the hell is going on like this crowd is ridiculous like i think the only reason they stopped is to do a count it's like someone was getting pinned and then everybody stopped to do the count and i was like yo if they didn't do that they would have just kept going yeah and it's like, but you, you could see why, because, like, they had amazing matches at the UK tournament, and then they have this match, and I felt like this was even better, just because, like, I haven't seen a match executed like this in such a compelling way in a long time, where, you know, like, they did crazy spots throughout the match, as they do, but there was a lot of holding, a lot of submissions, but those submissions looked, you know, painful, they were convincing, and... Like when when's the last time WWE did a throw in the towel spot? I I uh I have no clue. I don't know if they ever had. Was it Brett? I think I think I think there was one with Brett. Brett and Owen. It was either I think or, I think like the manager or something. I think like their mom did it or some shit like that. Yeah, because like I mean I believe it, but I mean it was. I can't it was remember. A, I don't yeah. Know. Like, it has to be online somewhere, but, like, I, I really appreciated them doing that, and even though, like, you feel salty, it, it makes sense, like, given the context of the match, because, like, earlier in the match, you saw how Tyler Bate was trying to interrupt these pins or submissions, but every time he did, the ref would get on his ass, get on his ass like, if you do this, I'm gonna disqualify you, basically, so... He got into a position where he felt like he had no choice to like Trent Seven was like, you know, pretty much caught up and he wasn't going to give up because like they like the commentary was pretty much saying, hey, he's he's not going to give up. He has too much heart, blah, blah, blah. But is it going to it's going to cost him? And they, they did a good job at oh, like yeah. that point. Okay. And then, you know, they kind of just left it at, you know, he has to throw in the towel. It was it was, it was crazy. OK. So what was the last one? Yeah, it was it was it was actually a a, a throw in the towel submission match. <laughs> so uh so so it had to so be. it had to be yeah. So that okay so that's different. And, and cause, uh, also I don't think they was even uh I don't think they was tapping back then. Also I don't think they started tapping for a while because so, like they just do I think it. W I think WCW was the first ones to start the tapping thing. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, and everybody else just adapted from that. Well, what happened was uh, UFC was on the rise, and then UFC, you had to tap. And so oh, okay. I guess they wanted to make uh, you know wrestling seem a little more realistic, so they 
they what you call it. So then they started. So WCW had them start tapping, and then mm-hmm. WWE adapted that also. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, there you go. But um, yeah, towel. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I I was like at first, you know, I was I was kind of salty, but I I felt like when it came to the, you know, to, to totality of what that match was and what the point was, mm-hmm. I felt like it was a really good and unique way to end that that match, and you know, it keeps that you know feud going, I guess, but. You know, maybe they're also doing would, it because would they have they been disqualified if he jumped in there? Um, I, I don't know, but I think that it's alluded to because, like, like I said, like earlier in the match, like Tyler Bate kept getting yelled at from the ref for breaking up pins. I mean, for breaking up submission. But also, and I was like, but my but, question, but, but, but the he, thing is, like, the ref was being biased towards undisputed era because, like, sometimes undisputed era, both of their dudes would be in there just run, running shit and. The ref wouldn't do anything, and then every time Tyler Bate would go in there, he would start flipping out like, "Oh, you can't come back in here." Blah, blah. See, here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. If they would have got disqualified, right, because he broke up the pin, don't they keep the titles? They would have kept the titles, yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things where you have to. This is I'm mad confused now <laughs> because because like clear because here's here's my logic though. I feel like as the faces. They were more concerned with being honorable, mm-hmm. and if they were heels, I felt like it's easier to get away with. You know, you kind of get yourself disqualified to keep the titles because that's what matters more. But here, I think the story they wanted to tell is like Tyler Bate didn't want to. You know, he didn't want his you know superior to get injured anymore, so he felt like it was more important for him to throwing the towel than to watch him get obliterated. Mm-hmm. And like in that sense, it makes sense, but it also is like, well, you could have just got up disqualified and kept the titles, but then he would have been hurt. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they like, again, like maybe they just wanted to get the titles off of them because they're doing the UK thing anyway. So they wanted to kind of free it up. Um, and, you know, kind of press the press the reset button a little bit, but either way, I don't know. I, I just felt like those those logic leaps aside, it was it was dope, and it was just like you know they they've been doing their thing as as expected. Um, but other than that, you you know like the everything else has been cool on there too. Like I've been into the the, the you know the woman stuff that has been going on has been kind of interesting. Uh, I want to see. Uh, I kind of hope Bianca Belair is the new one, one, number one contender when they do that four way. Um, but I could see them beating like doing Candice. Like I feel like that's you know she's the their underdog face of the women's division. So I could see it being either one of those. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would be cool. But um, yeah. Did you have any thoughts for from NXT recently? Um. Other other than uh, I I really like uh, Undisputed Era. Danny Burch put on a great match with yeah, uh, cool, with Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was dope. That was definitely dope as well. Yeah. And are we getting uh, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler again? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Well, I hope it's Candice, like Candice mm-hmm. or Bianca. But I mean, it might be Kyrie. I don't know. 
Or maybe it's but, a, uh, a triple threat match or a five-way or something like that. Well, they they they, they might do a triple threat. Like I, I mean, I know they're doing a they're doing a number one contenders four-way next week. Oh, okay, and, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. but but I mean, however that ends, it might be more. Okay. Um. Oh, but uh, I, I did want you mentioned Danny Burch before, and I did want to mention one little pet peeve I have. So. You know when a wrestler has his own theme song and then he partners up with someone else who has his own theme song? Yeah. But then after they partner up, his theme song becomes his partner's theme song. I uh, hate that. Yeah. I hate when that happens. That's what happens because to much, the, the Riot Squad. The, yeah. <laughs> it's like like Liv Morgan and what's her name? They have their Sarah own Logan. themes. Yeah. Like. Why can't they just come out to their own themes? Why do they have to come out to Ruby's theme? Yeah, Mandy Rose and, and uh, what's the chick? They they finally got their own themes, but you know, yeah. Paige isn't wrestling anymore, so I guess they had to do that. But, um, but what I don't understand is like why, like Danny Burch had his own theme song, which I felt fit him. Yeah, it's like just because Oni's, you know, and Oni's hurt, so why can't Danny Burch use his own theme song? Why does he have to come out to, um? Only Lorcan theme. I don't know, but regardless, that was just a that's just like a pet peeve of mine. But um, I have to ask: Are we gonna do a like quick pay per view thing? Yeah, we can uh, before we head out. Because uh, we could just run and run through it. Because I mean, there's there's not much to talk about. We we had a top three, but we pretty much like glossed over the top three stuff over mm-hmm. the course of this. Like the Mustache Mountain match, the you know Hideo Cedric was dope. The you know. Uh, Seth and Drew stuff like that was all good, but um, back to the the card though. Um, I guess we could just do quick predictions. We don't even have to really elaborate. But um, so undercard Andrade Sin Cara. Who do you have for that? Um, I want to say Andrade, but Andrade got the win on Tuesday. Uh, you know what? Fuck, I'm gonna say Andrade again. Yeah, same here. Like, I feel like it's just this gonna is, be. This is his first pay per view. You know, they gotta give him a win. Yeah, and it's undercard too. Like, yeah. it's really just gonna to build up Andrade, but he he needs that, and you know, hopefully it's just it's on it's on par with the match they had on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, number two. Okay, so we got New Day versus Sanity in a tables match. Who do you have in that? Sanity. Yeah. Uh, Sanity. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm definitely thinking Sanity has to win that. Um, just it only it only makes sense, really. Um, okay, then we got Braun versus Kevin Owens, Steel Cage. Braun versus Kevin Owens. I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Owens like sneakily got out of there. Yeah, like, I could. I, I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. I, who, 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 you got Braun. Yeah, I, got, I mean, I got Braun because yeah. like. I, I, I feel think, like I think yeah. crazy, like, I think I'm gonna, gonna go like, with Braun also. I'm just saying I won't be surprised if Kevin Owens won. Yeah, like I'm I'm still I'm still waiting on Braun to do something crazy like lift up a cage. Like you know they're just gonna have they're gonna leave it like suspended like halfway suspended and then he's gonna like pick it up completely. Like you know it's gonna be one of those magic feats of strength. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, either way, I think Braun's gonna win. But I mean, I I, I can I can see Seth. Win, I mean, um, Kevin winning, especially since Braun has the money in the bank, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I pick Braun. So 
Next, Finn, Baron Corbin. I think Finn wins that free. Like, that's not even... Yeah, I think, I think Finn is going to get that one. Yeah, there's, not, there's no no reason to even discuss it. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ray versus B-Team. Mm. Um, I I'm gonna choose Matt and Bray. Here's why. Um, remember when uh, what you call it? What's their names? Um, Slater and Rhino. Remember when they won the SmackDown title because you know they had gotten themselves over like really good with the fans and everything. And then they <laughs> say, "Here, let's give them the title," and they had nothing for them afterwards. Yeah, I think that's the same situation here. It's like uh, if it was B team, like a B team one, then they yeah. just had like they just yeah, like there's there's no real end game. It's more just a moment. Yeah, and but you know to be real, it seems like they don't have shit for uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt and Braid. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I mean, and I, and, and, and this sort of defense, Braid got in that car accident and kind of yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I I don't really have any strong feelings. Like, if anything, I feel bad because, like, I recently watched that WWE 24 on the Hardys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, like, like at the end, they kind of talk about when, you know, how happy Matt was that he could start doing the Woken stuff when he got to WWE. And, you know, how excited he was to finally begin the Woken era or whatever. Yeah. And ever since he started it, like, since they did the the final, I mean, the ultimate deletion, it's been, like, super tame and they haven't done anything interesting. And I, I guess... Think of, I, think anything, of, I, think, I think the B team is, like, the perfect people for them because of that. I mean, I mean, for like for them to do like an ultimate, like I mean, deletion. Yeah, type another thing. deletion. Yeah, like that's what I'm de- saying. Like maybe, maybe the Hardys win, or maybe the B team wins, and then the Hart like for their rematch you know, at SummerSlam, and, and then they do like the yeah. ultimate deletion two or whatever the fuck they call it, the yeah. spectacular deletion, whatever. That would be cool. I I would be down for that. So I I, I guess I just fantasy booked myself into thinking the B team is gonna win. So there we go. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I'm, I'm remember, like, you, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but uh, it's a good idea, so they're probably not gonna do it. Um. So next is Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. Uh. Well, I guess if B Team wins, then Bludgeon Brothers are probably gonna win. Yeah. Um. I don't. So, I don't see Team Hell. The only the only way I would see Team Hell No win it is because uh, I don't I don't know I don't think you know what I don't think Team Hell No is winning and if they do have a rematch some like a SummerSlam maybe they'll win then but right now no yeah Daniel Bryan's contract is almost up and he hasn't resigned anything mm-hmm Ooh. oh that's true that's true I forgot about that so. Interesting, interesting layers. Okay, so Bludgeon Brothers then. Um, Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura, United States Championship. I'm I'm pulling for um, Nakamura, as I said before. I think he's overdue for a title. Um, I mean, I I actually appreciate that Jeff has been doing what he's been doing with the face paint and the you know he's been yeah. kind of more of the obsolete version of his character. He's been more interesting, yeah. having good matches. So I'm I'm kind of cool either way, but I think Nakamura winning is a better end game. 
Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. And I'm just, uh, did you have any, uh, like, thought or who do you who do you got on that one? Nakamura? Uh, yeah, I think Nakamura. I think, uh, like like we mentioned earlier, um, I think Nate is finally time to give him something, yo, because he, he's had mad title matches and hasn't won anything. Exactly. Like, yeah. just give him something, damn it. Like, because Ben was just talking about how, like, he... He's been kind of upset about Nakamura's WWE run in general, where he hasn't really had a classic, like a true classic, since Nakamura Zayn, which was in NXT. And I, you know, I do kind of feel for him on that. I was like, I, I'm not going to sit here and say Nakamura hasn't had any good matches on the main roster. He definitely has, but he hasn't like tapped into the, you know, what made him special in New Japan. And I don't, I don't know if it's just because of the the way that the matches have been booked or the stories not being interesting enough to complement the work or whatever. But, um, you know, giving him a title, at least give him an opportunity to face more people down the line. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, Ziggler versus Kevin Owens. I mean, uh, I keep mixing up whatever Ziggler versus Seth Rollins, um, in the Iron Man match. Um, this one I'm not sure, but I mean, I, I feel like I don't know. I, I don't really know who I have this one. I mean, the only like I guess I could say that maybe Ziggler wins because Drew McIntyre interferes. Ain't, like, ain't he uh, banned? Is he banned? If he's banned, then wait, 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 wait. No, I think if Seth beat him on Monday, he was banned, but Seth lost. Hmm. So I think oh, yeah, he, yeah. I think so. He's not been. So you know what might happen? What happened? Third us out there. This is my like reach prediction. They're having a match. Uh, Drew isn't banned. Drew is interfering, messing shit up, and then Dean Ambrose comes back. Mm-hmm. It helps him out. I don't know who's. I still don't know who's gonna win. But I mean, I guess if that's the case, then maybe Seth wins. I got. I, I, I think. I think Ziggler's holding that title for a while. I mean, I would. I would honestly prefer that. Yeah. But um, you know, just 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 for you know, just to keep things interesting. Or maybe uh, they, he could win, and after the match, uh, they like jump him, and then Dean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's after. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, all right, that's cool. So, okay, so next we got um, Carmella and Asuka with James Ellsworth in the Shark Cage. Um, I don't really care. I hope Asuka wins. Um, but whatever. Like, it's gonna be dumb man, either way. Like, if if Asuka wins, that's cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> um. This one, this one is weird, cause it's uh, I th- I think I think he he's definitely gonna interfere. He's definitely gonna get out of that shark cage, cause he's yeah. mad. He's he's mad small, and um, he might just like slip out or something. Remember but Enzo got out of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> with uh, Cass versus Big Show. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, so I think he'll definitely find a way to to slither out of there. 
Yeah, probably. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't want Oscar to lose. I really don't. But I feel like the, you know they might do it anyway. It's just that would that would be super lame. But whatever. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. You said this is the Extreme Rules match. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know because like I I, I guess I, I'm gonna say Alexa because if Rhonda is coming back she wants she wants to go after Alexa rather than Nia because like there she already had her match with Nia and they've been kind of teaming up on the on the house shows and stuff so it'd make a lot more sense for her to have Alexa as the opponent instead of Nia. Um. Uh, that's where my yeah. brain is at. Yeah, that's why I got I got Alexa winning also because of that. Um, uh, what you call it? So um, so Ronda can get her rematch at, uh, at at SummerSlam. Yeah, and it makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense too. Definitely. So we'll see. Um, next is AJ versus Rusev for the WWE title. Who you have on that? Because. I didn't even really think about it. Like, I, I feel like this is more of a stopgap. So I, I want to say AJ retains. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I I wouldn't be mad if Rusev won. Like, I've, the, you know, yeah, Rusev, I, don't, I don't think anybody be mad. <laughs> I feel like I, I actually feel like there would be a huge pop if Rusev won, and I feel like I want Rusev to win for that pop for that pop in particular. Mm-hmm. Um. It also make for a good SummerSlam rematch, I guess. Yeah. But uh Yeah, like who you, know, you, gonna... who you see as AJ's opponent at SummerSlam? Like let's say hypothetically he wins. If AJ wins? Yeah. I don't know because Nakamura's not in that picture anymore. Daniel Bryan's not in that picture anymore. So, where's the Miz at? Ah, yeah, where is the Miz? The, yeah, what is the Miz doing? Well, the wasn't the Miz instigating the whole. Yeah, he was he was instigating uh the team hell no shit. But he's not in a match, so I, yeah, maybe he could be in the title picture. That is true. You know, because all all it takes is a Miz TV segment, and then he's he's in the middle of it. So, um, I don't know. I'm actually kind of split on this one. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm I'm good with it either way. Like, as long as the match is good. But I'm I'm gonna say Rusev just for the hell of it, just because I feel like that would be cool. Like, it would get a pop, I, and I want to see that happen. I'm not necessarily saying that. I think that's the most likely thing to happen, but I'm going to pick Rusev. Okay. All right. I understand. Uh, I'm going to go with AJ. But, yeah, (laughs) but, but, you know, like we're saying, I I don't know what's going to happen at SummerSlam. And that's -hmm. that's right around the corner. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go with AJ. You got Rusev? Yeah. All right, cool. So then, lastly, we have Lashley versus Roman. Um, Roman's gonna win probably, 
uh, I don't care either way. I, because the, the the sad part is, like, I want to say, like, I, I kind of want Lashley to win in a, in a sense just because I feel like if Lashley wins, then we get to see Lashley versus Brock, or at least they can allude to that being the thing. But Lashley is not over at all. And neither is Roman. But They're I, both going to get I think uh, I think if Lashley wins him versus Brock, I think people will root for him versus uh, Brock because of Brock, yeah, man, man. The, the the whole Brock not being there. Yeah, and everybody's pissed at Brock. Yeah, so I do think uh, that will happen. Now, now, maybe, but if that match does happen, I think Braun is going to interfere. Yeah, probably. Because people like Braun over both of them. So, I mean, no matter who wins, I think that's going to be the case. But yeah. <sighs> Sort of like a Seth I mean, Rollins I... thing. Like how people didn't like uh, Roman and Brock and then Seth Rollins came in and won and everybody loved it. So, I think yeah. it, I think that's going to be their trump card. If the match isn't getting... If people are, aren't really enjoying the match, they're booing and all this and that. I think they're gonna throw Braun out there. Yeah, basically. So, I, I'm I'm gonna say Lashley though, and the other reason why I, I think Lashley might win is because if if De- if Dean Ambrose really does come back, and he's with Seth, then that frees up Roman. Like if Roman loses, it frees him up to get back with the Shield again. And I don't know why they would want to do that, but. I know they botched the shield last time, basically, like because they they got back together and then yeah. someone was out for like a week and then someone else got hurt. Yeah, and it, it was just it was a botched return, basically. So I feel like this time, I mean, you know, they they might want to bring them back for a little while to do something against whoever the fuck. So I don't know. That's just my weird fantasy predictions i'm just trying to get creative with it because i feel like mm-hmm. otherwise like the the predictable thing that and might actually thing. happen like, is so boring whenever whenever you're not enjoying something you get creative and you start figuring out how would you how how could it be better you know the exactly. same thing uh you know not to get off topic but uh this is the show power that yeah. uh, we watched <laughs> um power last season was trash in my opinion and the season mm-hmm. before that was 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 even worse, um, but this season, you know, everybody and everybody's in, you know trying to enjoy it, trying to enjoy it. It's not as bad, but it's not as good as we remember the show used to be. And mm-hmm. so there's like a little thing going around of somebody like basically fantasy booking like the show, <laughs> like what's gonna happen? <laughs> and it's like and it's really good. And it's like oh my god, this is a good twist, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but one of the show writers comments on Twitter and says, "Could you guys please stop sharing this? This isn't true. Uh, something, something, something. This isn't. This isn't what's happening." And and then so everybody's like, you know, kind of like bummed out, but we're still believing like the the fake tweet or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you got to keep the hope alive. <laughs> yeah. So and it's the same situation here. It's like you know we're. I've been bummed out watching Raw, you know, for the past month almost. 
good. But like, um, like, if I wasn't if I wasn't at work during like the first two hours of Raw, like I usually get out of work at 10 p.m. now, so I usually get to watch the first couple hours at work. And if it wasn't for the fact that I was at work watching Raw, I probably wouldn't be watching it. Like I would just mm-hmm. watch the YouTube clips. But I mean, if I'm at work and I'm not doing it, like you know, I'm kind of just like chilling there. Mm-hmm. I, I could have it on in the background. I don't mind that. But if I was at home or whatever, I wouldn't go out of my way to turn it on. Yeah, and I and I get it. It's the only show on television. I I, I, don't, I can't think of another show, you know, besides Raw and SmackDown. That they had to write something brand new every single week for an entire year. Yeah, basically. And it's like, like I know, I know it's not easy on them. Other but... than like the news, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. Word. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, anything else before we before we head out? Those our predictions for what's gonna happen at Extreme Rules. Nah, I mean, I'm I'm cool. With what we said, like, if anything. Um, you know, it's been a, it's been a troubling time in wrestling, like just in terms of like maintaining my interest as a fan. Like I dead ass was like, I I probably should just only watch NXT and 205 and SmackDown. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, you know, I I don't know. I gotta, I gotta watch the G1 stuff. Um, you know, when we watch that, hopefully we'll talk about that some more later. Um, you know, the UK tournament, like I said, it was cool. Like, I, I kind of skimmed through it. Like, there wasn't too much there that happened that I cared about um, and, like, comparison to last year, but there were some good matches, so it's, it's definitely worth skimming through at the very least. Um, but, yeah, yeah, other than that, I'm good. All right, all right, um, all right yeah, so, you know, we appreciate y'all for – you know, hitting me up saying, yo, when's the next episode coming? You know, so I enjoy that. I, I enjoy doing podcasts and all that. Um, if you if you haven't, make sure you check out the Barbershop Mentality Podcast. It's another podcast I do. We talk about music, sports, and whatever happened during the week that piqued our interest. You know, sort of like a barbershop. Um, shout out to my man, JD, for stepping in. Uh Shout out to Overslam Group. I appreciate y'all to you know give me a forum to talk about wrestling and not have to worry about uh, other things. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Barbershop Mentality Group. I appreciate y'all um, just for being there because uh, y'all are a bunch of assholes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, make sure y'all uh, you know uh, subscribe, share this uh, podcast with other people so we can help us grow. Um, Smart Mentality Podcast. We out. Peace. Later.